0: Previously on the Simply Human Podcast.
1: There's kind of a lack of empathy, a lack of understanding, um, and a lack of the ability for, for folks on my side of the, the playing field, on the, on the physician side or provider side, to explain you know, what's going on and the fact that we have really good solutions out there and a lot of folks really don't understand that because they've, they've never been told. It's episode 210 of the Simple Human Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick. Two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is the return of the great Joe Desena, the creator and founder of the Spartan races, Rick. Yes. He's famous. He is. And he's back on the show, and I'm so excited. Yes. Um, hold on. There was. Oh, yeah. Dang it. <laughs> what was that? I was going to say something. I walked over to turn the light off, and I thought, oh, I am speaking at a very illustrious conference tomorrow. I will be the judge of that. The Abilene ISD in service.
2: That is a very important group. Thank you, educators.
1: I am doing a uh, stress management during a stressful school year.
2: Ah, good. Self care is always important.
1: Yes. Speaking of self care,
2: Mm -mm, I don't like the way
1: that's headed at all. If you would like more information on Jason Syb's self care initiative, oh yeah, okay, that's good. (laughs) Email us. He's actually, you know what? I directed some emails to him and he said to do this. He said...
2: Burn Mark Rogers' house down. That's
1: not what he said. How would you even know that? that? Like anyone can even know that. Hold on. He sent me a picture of a video of us singing in the streets of Austin like three years ago and now it won't scroll up to what he said. Okay, when that pops up on my phone, <laughs> I will... Uh, hold on. iPhone Model 2. Oh, wait why is it gone? Why isn't it there? Anyway, it <laughs> it's in the cloud somewhere. Jason Sive, everybody. Um uh-huh. That's annoying. Uh anyway, so you uh email us if you want more information on the uh on the self-care initiative. Also, you can go to the uh show notes and click on the donate now page. I uh, you know what? You know what our total is since we've been like plugging it. What's that? as much as we got from health IQ <laughs> 00,
2: Zero. Uh, no, we need we need a, a patreon button like i guess that's a kind of a thing patreon some people who do podcasts
1: have like i a, never heard of it
2: website i don't know it's uh, it's on the internet.com
1: internet.org i believe <laughs> or internet.gov i believe is actually the correct suffix <laughs>
2: skynet's going to change it too.
1: your skynet <laughs> um so going to see scary stories to tell in the dark tomorrow. Ah. You're aware of this movie? I am aware that it is a movie. And yes. you are aware that the books that it is based on?
2: Oh yeah, I read them when I was yes, a kid.
1: Yes, cuz that's like right in our the that
2: had like the black and white covers. Yes.
1: And they were the pictures were terrifying.
2: Yeah, yeah. I didn't like ever get them and read them cover to cover, but like I am very very familiar with that whole thing. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I feel like like kids in their 20s yeah, don't forever. know what that is. Like that was right, I remember they were hugely popular and now that they're all in a movie together and it's going to it's going to be so those were like my nightmares I had as as a kid.
2: Okay, so I don't <laughs> <laughs> this is the bracketing montage. I don't watch TV that's not on my DVR or something that's streaming, so I don't see commercials. Whoa! <laughs> yes, so I don't see any commercials. Is this supposed to be like a kids' version or a no? Super
1: it's it's an adult version.
2: Really? <laughs> oh well. <wow>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Some of the sketches are
2: all of a sudden uh, a knock at the door, and the lady answers, and it's the pizza guy,
1: <laughs> and his face <laughs> is off. <laughs> <laughs> his, his... Well, I don't have
2: any money to pay for this pizza.
1: His his face is all droopy and his eyes hanging out, but he's holding the box like right in front of his garage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so that's happening. And then um, there was another movie that came out that was a, apparently critically acclaimed. Okay, that I never heard of, called okay. Room.
2: Don't never heard of
1: it. Okay, no. it's the the actress that was Captain Marvel. It's that girl, woman, lady. I was unaware Person. that Captain
2: Marvel was even a thing until yesterday.
1: My kids were watching one of the.
2: They're they're getting into the mm-hmm. Avengers stuff. And you idiot! I, you know, I know who Iron Man is and stuff, but like, I, I'm not a superhero movie guy. Oh, I, so
1: you I, know about I, all the men, but don't know or care about any of the women. <laughs> I see.
2: I know more about the life oh. of
1: Wonder Woman than you, and you can. Put- Jen, Jen, yeah. Rick doesn't care about women superheroes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, She just she just yeah. opened the door.
2: She's, she's on the screen, and I am like, "Who's that?" And they look at me like I am the idiot. Yeah, like, after Marvel, and I was like, "Huh?"
1: Well, I didn't know that Dr. movie was great.
0: We
2: we're watching that earlier tonight. Yeah, I'm it's like, great. I'm about all of these, they're
1: things. all great. There is twenty three Marvel movies um, in that in that storyline. Um, so anyway, Room was this critically acclaimed movie, and so as I do, Rick, I went back and I am reading the book. I am almost done with it, and it's fantastic it's 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 a a story about a woman who gets kidnapped and has a baby in captivity huh. and this child is only knows like this eleven by eleven foot room and it's interesting it's pretty interesting it's pretty good and it's all from his perspective. It's
2: Maybe I should add that to the list.
1: Yes, I would. I'm, I highly recommend it. It was, you know, best national bestseller. The movie had, got won all these awards, and it's like four years ago. And I was like, oh, <laughs> never heard of it. Hmm. You have to tell me a story. Okay. About the police academy lady at Jason's concert.
2: Oh, oh my gosh! Okay. I I can't believe I haven't told you this. It's really funny. So uh, last year, last school year. One year ago, Jason was in fifth grade and uh, which was the last grade at that particular school. Okay. I was in a middle school. So uh, we go to, he's in this thing like this thing called like the drum group, but it's really kind of like a kid's choir that also has instruments, but like, he's not, I don't know. It's not like a major show choir type of thing, but like, it's just the thing they work on or whatever. Show so they have the concerts. <laughs> so I show up, and i'm i went straight there from work and uh, anna was going to uh was going to meet us there uh so we get there and i'm i sit down and i'm just kind of looking around and i don't know any of these people any of these parents or these you're other you're like
1: kids. in the you're like in the cafetorium of the school yes, or whatever yes, and yeah. i'm just
2: like i'm trying not to be the guy who's just staring at his phone but i'm also like i don't know any right. of these people and no that's such a good crutch by I, the way i do small talk yeah like very well so i'm just trying to just stand there well i kind of peer over my left shoulder looking at the the you know the entrance to see if anna's come in yet and i notice in the row right behind me sitting two spots over to my left when i came down here to take the job with uh, the police department i work in now i had to go through the state you know the, the Texas basic, Police Academy. Yeah, Texas Basic Police Academy. Which, uh, if you don't have your city doesn't have their own city academy like the big cities, then you go to these like you know community colleges stuff like that. Well, this was the lady who worked for the community college who uh, was my academy coordinator.
1: Who you were very familiar with because you spent lots of time.
2: Uh, yes, her. I was very familiar with her because I oh, don't. I was the. Uh, I got named like the class leader there's like a pseudo militaristic structure with squads and it was just all very stupid I think you mispronounced
1: uh, clown you got class clown uh,
2: but like uh, you know I so I I'm intimately familiar like I know her and I'm like I turn around and I'm like oh crap Uh, I don't want to have to like talk to this person because I don't really I mean you haven't um, seen her like enemies but like we're also not friends and uh i think like you know i was an adult i was the same age as she was when i'm going through this thing because i got hired down here at 32 so i'm already like a grown man with a family uh but like bragging
1: montage she's not a uh she was not someone that i enjoyed talking with how about that okay Uh, which is fine which is fine everyone you can have people that you don't like yeah so and i'm like okay uh crap uh, I don't I'm not sure this
2: is her I'm fairly certain but I don't know for sure but it's it sure look like and I'm like how do I turn around without like risking eye contact <sighs> I'm such an idiot okay so I, my plan is I'm going to take a picture of her and send it to somebody that we that was in my academy class a guy I got hired with me like hey is this her
1: so Just do like, like the like the selfie camera but like kind of do it yeah over yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. And I'm really good at, like... You are. Uh, you are oh, good at this. I am not perfect. <laughs> As we will, are we apparently about to find out.
2: So I uh, take this picture and send it to my buddy. And he and that's literally all it was. It wasn't like, check out who's sitting behind me. Uh,
1: right. Uh, is this Karen?
2: Firm or or deny this is the right person. Yeah. I don't want to get into a thing where I say something and then you're like, uh, I don't know who that is. I'm right. like, oh, sorry. I thought you were another person. Like, I'm definitely afraid yeah. of these kinds of confrontations. All <laughs> right. So... Uh, he confirms it was her and I'm like, all right, so this is right before the concert starts. Well, Ryan is sitting next to me, my younger oh, son, and he drops something on the floor and it kind of cradles behind cradles. I
1: was about to make a comment about the new word you just made up. <laughs> uh, it kind of like, uh, you know, rolls
2: to the, to the row behind us. And this lady's husband, I guess, husband, boyfriend, I don't know who I don't even know picks it up and hands it to me. He's like, Hey, uh you ought to be more careful next time you're taking pictures. And this dude's huge. He's like 6'3", like 220. He's very clearly also a cop. She has a type. And so I'm <laughs> like,
1: oh, I just... I Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I, was, her, was her picture on the phone when he picked it up? Or did he see you no, take it? No, no, no. It? I, uh, He saw me take... They saw me take the picture. Oh, okay.
2: So uh, <laughs> I'm now I'm stuck having... Oh, no
1: my god! No,
0: I didn't...
2: I, I wasn't... I was thought it was you, but then I was like, how would I not know that your kids go to school with my kids and in the same grade? So I texted a picture of you to Chris to make sure it was you. Hey, uh, so uh, uh, how's it going? And it was like like super cringe. And she's really, I mean, we didn't get along terribly well, but, like, she's good in social situations, apparently, because she didn't, like, blow me up. She was like, oh, it's good. I'm working for such and such police department. And I was like, oh, I heard this guy uh, is working there, too. And she's like, yeah, he's working here." And I was like, all right, well, uh, see you later. Enjoy and now we show. have one-hour concert. <sighs> it's not even entertaining anyway that, like, we ha- I have to sit there and, like, I'm sweating, my ears are like all hot. I'm like, oh my
1: god. I'm well, and a- here from her perspective, she's the police academy lady. She probably has people that that don't like her, and so that it, like your story is very sincere and genuine. We're like, I honestly,
2: and also like I was thinking at the time, she but doesn't recognize.
1: She might not recognize me, right?
2: Because uh, you
1: don't want to put her in an awkward situation.
2: Because uh, yeah, my, my hair is, was a lot longer than it like my. I used to buzz my hair all the way down with a number one when I was. Oh, police academy like now it's you know kind of long and flowing it's lavish lavish is a good phrase for it and uh (laughs) like she you know she's a a police academy coordinator she has you know does you know tons of these classes go through uh you know all the time surely she's not gonna remember everybody's face which was why i was like can i get away with not uh, like does she see me and go oh that's rick or does she see me like is that that kind of looks like that right. guy.
1: But see, yeah, they're probably sitting there going, this guy just texted a picture like, hey, look at the, the idiot police uh, academy lady.
2: Well, and also it doesn't help that, like, she's a very attractive woman. And so, like, that probably fa- factors oh, into this Right, as well. right.
1: This happens yeah. all the time kind of thing. And you're like, no, no, I swear this is what actually uh, happened.
2: Yeah. So, yes. Uh, that is my uh, – super awkward. I can't believe I didn't tell you I that.
1: know. Ugh.
2: I thought like I was seriously consumed by like the anxiety of this for like 3 days. <laughs> and it's it, and I shouldn't like I don't I'll never well, I say I'll never. Apparently our kids are in the same
1: same so you're going to run into her a lot. I haven't
2: ever run into her
1: since then. You need Before to move then or after then. So just, you just move uh, school districts, like move houses. Yeah. <laughs> okay just very quickly before we call Joe uh update on your fasting did you do a 48 this week uh,
2: I did not I was planning on doing one today and tomorrow but I'm I forgot that I'm at like I'm not out of town but there's a conference like in downtown Dallas you know the one I'm talking about mm-hmm. the crimes against children yep. conference huge mega huge conference so I'm already out of sorts I'm already you know yeah I was like you know what I'm not even gonna potentially start one and like not be able to finish it because you know I'm freaking out and then so I was like you know what I'm just gonna wait I'll wait until like I don't know Thursday or Friday of this week yeah good I have not but I am happy to report back that so I have this uh this black uh, dress belt that I wear at work—I have a black, black one and a brown one. I'm super style, man. I own two belts. <laughs> well, the black one, for some reason, they're both the same size, but I bought them at Costco, which is ridiculous, anyway. But like, the black one is clearly not as long as the brown. One. Right. Yeah. It's like hats are the black a bit, one is yeah. my tight belt, and I'm like, Ugh. and I've always, you know, never been able to get it really past the first hole. Well, the first hole was starting to get tight the last few weeks. Yeah. To where I was like, tr- like uh, actively avoiding, like, oh, I don't want to wear those pants because I gotta wear the black belt. It's too tight and it hurts. Yeah. Well,
1: uh, goes on after easy. A days
2: that. And last week, the I'm happy to report it is not my too tight belt anymore. It's, it's just a black belt, fitting just a little tiny bit snugly. Not so about that.
1: positive direction. Very good. Awesome. Uh, All right. Well, hey, I'm gonna end this call, uh, and and let's call uh, Joe Decina. Uh, very very excited about this you've been on our show before it's been almost three years um, let okay. me look I had it um, I had it right here it was August 22nd almost exactly three years ago' it was August 22nd of 2016 um, and you sent me a book and I did you know we did the whole thing and it was awesome and so really we only have like 20 minutes which so that's but that's perfect um, and so we just wanted to have you back on and uh, and just kind of you know, talk about you know, we have new listeners and just kinda of talk talk about how we're all getting soft and how we can fix that.
0: We are getting soft.
1: <laughs> well, and so for the new people, it's been three years. Give us a very short uh the last show that we had and I'll actually uh put the link to that show back uh in the show notes. You we talk all about how you started as a as a pool boy uh, in New York, and it's a, such a, it's such an incredible story. We talked about Donnie Brasco and all that, but just kind of give a quick, close notes version of your background and kind of how you got to where you are now.
0: Uh, well, right now, I'm in my brother-in-law's kitchen. <laughs> both, both his wife and my wife are in Montauk with the kids on the beach. So nice! We're working, we're working. somehow. Um, yeah, we're, we're... He's cooking, and, uh, and I'm on a podcast I didn't know about. So I don't know. How- <laughs> I don't know where I got to. That's so great, but um, I uh, started in Queens. Grew up. Uh, it was organized crime capital of the world. And um, my father was having some tough financial times after crushing it for a long time. He just got caught up in being overlevered. And uh, my neighbor was the head of a banana organized crime family. Took a liking to me. I was a young kid. He had no boys. He had old three daughters and uh he helped shape the beginning of my business life. He he hooked me up with with my first job which was cleaning his pool which then led to pretty much anybody who was anybody <laughs> in that world was my customer because they trusted me in the backyard. I was a hard worker. I was an earner as they called it back then, you know, quote unquote earner, right? And uh eventually getting into construction and and uh, heavy equipment and cement and you name it and then uh eventually sold that business because I was guided by another mentor who was not killing
1: people for a living. That's a good type of mentor to have as well.
0: Yeah, the kind that don't that don't kill people for a living and he guided me to um to go to uh Wall Street and so I sold um my business, the construction business, and I hope you don't mind I'm eating while we do this. Please, by all means. Um, hey, can I ask what you're eating? Right now, salmon, asparagus, salad with avocado. Dang, that sounds, oh. that sounds great. Pretty clean. <laughs> um, and so, end up on Wall Street, sold my business, had a great run on Wall Street, um, met my, my brother-in-law who's here, his wife. I'm sorry. His sister became my wife, and um, we bought a farm in Vermont. Retired up there for
1: about three days, and um, there's a lot of other stuff that went on. But started Spartan. Yeah. So like, I had this question. I don't think I asked you last time. Like, what you mentioned a mentor. What clicked with you like what like like where you're thinking, okay, we need to to live this Spartan life, and that really goes back to and and we talk about you in the intro and like kind of tell your uh kind of all the talk about the Spartan races and stuff, but like you know you go from like you see like these guys that you 're working for, they have pools like they're they're living luxurious lives you're in Wall Street, all this stuff like was there someone in your childhood was there that was there a mentor what what clicked in you to say? we need to we need to struggle a little bit in life uh, in order to be like you know the 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 most i don't know vibrant people that we can be what was that
0: well i think i think reflecting back i had look i wasn't i wasn't living on the street but watching my dad go from being successful to having really tough times and watching people do bad things to other people um I mean, I can go on and on for hours, but I, I, I certainly had my share of obstacles. Um, I didn't get accepted to college. I had to apply four times, got denied four times in a row. Um, again, I wasn't getting shot at, but, but um, I don't know. I came to learn to appreciate them. You know, somebody really summed it up recently for me and said, happiness is wanting what you have. And so somewhere along the line, probably thanks to my mom, probably thanks to the obstacles, I just started to learn to really want what I already ha- have. And it's very easy to get caught up in just wanting more. So I don't know if that answers the question. Yeah, well, no, but.
1: absolutely. And, uh, you know, there's an old song. I don't know. I know Rick has never heard it because he hates music. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's called uh, Oh Danny Boy. It's an old like Irish song. Yeah. And uh, it's a, the song is about, you know, like a son, like being called away to like World War I. Right, you have, and I and I love the song. It's a very pretty song. Sometimes I sing it to my kids at night, and I was doing that recently. You, are you Irish? Because my
0: brother-in-law here is Irish. Oh, really?
1: And... No, I'm not. I'm not. It's kind of a long story of why why I even know that song, but it's I, I it's one of my favorite songs, um, and but particularly the Bean Crosby version. And uh, Been but, in a bunch of movies. Yes, yes. Well, like you you sing that song, and that is a sad song thinking about why it was written where and then and then fast forward i was thinking about this like just a couple of days ago fast forward to like our sad songs today and what what are the sad songs today it's like uh my boyfriend <laughs> broke up with me you know it's like we've come such a long way and kind of so like what is happening to to human character and uh, well, yeah, it's character. Uh, going from uh, gener- generations that struggled and that had, you know, had to be scarce and and love what they had, to now where you know I say this all the time, it's like we all get most of us. We all is a bad a bad word to use there. Most of us, especially if they're listening to a podcast on a, on a smartphone, are getting whatever we want whenever we want it in as in as much quantity as as we want it. How is that changing us?
0: Yeah, I was, um, I was making the kids carry a rusty chain on the beach yesterday. <laughs> and, um, one of them was complaining and I said, you know, you could be in the Lewis and Clark expedition right now. Right. Right. And, and grandma would have been dead. And one of your wooden wheels is broken and going up the mountains in the Rockies. Yeah, and, uh,
2: your party has died of cholera. <laughs> they
0: didn't, they didn't, they didn't know what I was talking about. Cause they're all 12, 12, and under. But, um. But I agree with you 100%, right? We got upset. I was just with some uh, monks in Japan, and we were uh, going under ice cold water. And I said, why do you do it? Because these guys go under the water twice a day. And he said, because the human condition, these things like jealousy and all these, these negative thoughts pile into our brain, even the, even the, even the most clean right, right? Even a monk. And so they got to get under that ice cold water twice a day to kind of wash it away. So yeah we we just have a natural tendency to do less, appreciate less, uh want to work less, right? Be entitled for more. Right. We all need a little um wake up call every day, whether it's a cold shower or a rusty chain on the beach or
1: So like what are some things? I know we uh you know, you you've got the Spartan races and that's kind of a you know, it today it's extreme in the same sense that like college graduates that are graduating like today if you if you can spell and and like uh and read books you are like you are like way up you are a a good hire a good potential uh, uh employee for somebody well that that's kind of sad, right? Like that used to be like the level playing field. And so like, you know, like I say, like the Spartan races is like this extreme crazy. Why would you ever do that? Well, that used to be more in line with like how humans just kind of went about their day every day. Um, so, so let's just kind of talk about what are some things that you can do. Like you mentioned cold showers and that's something that we've talked about. I've, I've taken cold showers since almost, almost 10 years now. Like I take cold showers and I think there's one, there's a lot of benefits to it. Uh, like, you don't want to take a very long shower because you want to get the hell out of the shower because <laughs> it's so cold. But there's also, right before you turn the water on, there's kind of that moment of, whew, you know, like you kind of have to, and I think that little moment right there is something that we're missing. Um, so what are some things that like just an average person can do like in their daily lives that can kind of, you can get that sort of moment of, I really, this is kind of uncomfortable for me.
0: I think you could fast, whether it's for, you know, a meal or a day or a week. I think you could um, cut out the drinks, the sugars, the desserts. I think you could do some hard exercise, whether it's sprints or burpees or whatever. I think you could introduce yourself to new people.
1: Yep. Talking to people that you don't want to really talk to. Yeah.
0: You could, you could be a little more vulnerable. Um, just do the hard stuff,
1: right? Um, you mentioned fasting, and with uh, you know, I, you know, Rick and I have have both you know done intermittent fasting. As long as I've taken cold showers, I've done the intermittent fasting thing, where I just kind of do one meal a day thing. Well, now, um, you know, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Dominique Diagostino, who's very big into uh, you know like twenty 24- four to 72 hour fasts. So I have been doing like these 48 hour fasts and one of the, you know, like there, there's all these sort of, uh, uh, ancillary or like kind of side benefits of it. It's cheaper. You don't have to eat uh, for two days. Um, it's much more convenient uh, in the morning to not have to, like, run around and you're trying to feed your kids. And, you know, there's all these other kind of side benefits. But, it, you know, and, and, like, for people that need to lose fat, it can be a good fat-burning tool. Uh, but I think the the main thing about fasting is, like, to, like tonight is my... Where I don't eat dinner, you know, like I basically since I'm doing one meal a day pretty much all the time, like it's just a forty-eight hour fast is just me skipping a meal. So this is like my night that I skip the meal, and I think the the biggest benefit, the most important benefit, is like denying yourself something that, that like people are like, oh, why would you do that? I could never, I could never go forty-eight hours and not eat anything. That's that just seems crazy. Um, so so do you fast? Like, what do you? What are your thoughts on fasting? Um,
0: my mother. uh, All the stuff we're talking about, my mother introduced to me in the 70s. Really? This is um, new and hip because now there's Whole Foods. Right. But um, it's been around a long time uh, and way before her. Right. And uh, we used to do it because we didn't have food.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Your environment kind of forced you to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I I would say for a while I was doing three days, the last three days of every month, uh, no food.
1: Now would you drink? You drink water. Like now, that dry fasting is like this big thing now.
0: I drink water. Okay. I would drink. Um, I even drink green juice. Okay. Uh, but I, I've since given up. I had years ago. I gave up gluten, but um, and so that cut out the bread, the pizza, the pasta, which right. I was in love with, and that's all gone uh, for at least a decade, maybe maybe more. And then in the last half a year. I gave up uh, rice and potatoes, which then cut out like chips and fries and pretty much everything. And so it's mostly vegetables and some fish, and uh, I do eat a couple of eggs, but I hardly eat any meat, if at all. Yeah. And so now I'm just fasting less because I'm just I'm out of things to eat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to like six things I can <laughs> eat.
2: Yeah.
0: Just acorns
2: and uh, <laughs> uh, of acorns and cloves. Yeah. Collins mix.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, and, and, you know, all the, the, the science it's like, you know, I love the, the idea that as soon as we figured out what a calorie was, that's when like the obesity epidemic happened It's because like we thought the calories were like important. And so, you know, the science behind like fasting is like, is all about, you know, I- insulin and like what you, what you just described that you're eating is very low insulin. So your are you know, your insulin is hardly ever spiked and for probably very uh, short periods of time. And so you're constantly in like a more efficient energy burning mode where you're burning fat for energy and not, you know, feeling like, you know, feeling cravings for things and feeling like you're, uh, you're,
0: it is is amazing on that note since I started it, um, because I had replaced the gluten with rice and potatoes. Right. Um, since I started this, you know, just cut that stuff out and I'm about 65% veggies now. And, um, and then my snacks are just nuts, and you know that's pretty much it, nuts. And then I'll eat, like I said, a little bit of fish and some eggs, uh, egg, a lot of avocado. Yeah. And since I've been doing it, my mind is telling me to eat. My stomach is saying you're not hungry. Right,
1: right, yeah, yeah, which is, I think, a, a huge problem, especially in a, in a society where you're told to eat like every two hours or yeah. you have three meals a, meals a day and then snacking. Like the the word snack was like not in our grandparents, like vocabulary, like this whole, like, like snack wells and like, oh, you have to have a snack. That's new. That's like, that's like a whole extra meal and it's going to keep your insulin spiked and all that. And so, um, one of the things that, uh, that I've found on that second day and Rick and I talked about this last week, I feel, I love waking up the morning of the second day because the whole day I feel like I'm, I'm like, Crazy wired alert, just like I just I want to accomplish things and do stuff and just I just I, I, I you know people are like what is happening? How many how much coffee have you had? And I'm like I have no coffee. This is just I agree. No, how I I, agree with you. I
0: I always like to start a fast, skipping the dinner the night before. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, because yeah. you so you wake up and you're just yeah. like extra raring to go. And people when you tell people that it doesn't make any sense to them. And yeah. I got back from. uh yeah, it's crazy. The first thing people
2: say is. Energy. You're going to starve yourself. You're going to make yourself sick. That's, I mean, they think it sounds crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, we came back from the beach yesterday and we stopped in South Texas and ate, uh, Mexican food. And I, I got some like beef, this beef fajita plate that I just, you know, it was just like the, the, the steak, the beef and like a ton of vegetables and like salsa and the picture on the menu, there's a picture of it. And I was, it was a very small picture. So I was like, "Well, I'll get that. That's that's good." And it came and it was like the biggest thing. I mean, it was unbelievable. My wife also got a meal and she had like these beef other beef tacos. Anyway, so I ate like a a lot more than I normally do in the middle of the day, and I and I had to I had to pull over and let somebody else drive because I couldn't keep my eyes open because I was just so lethargic after that. And it's like, "Yeah. That's like that's what happens."
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, we all we all eat like that scene in uh, the Revenant with um <laughs> That's the way we eat, and, um, but we're not as hungry as he was.
1: Right. Yeah. And the reason he's talking about the uh, raw uh, buffalo liver was it his liver?
0: He just he just dug in with his hand and yep. was eating bloody meat.
1: I did eat. I I, sh- oh, I I I one of the deer that I shot last season. I did. I was with my brother in law. As you are now, and I cut out. Anytime I I gut a deer, I'm going to send the the body off, <laughs> carcass off, to be processed. But I will take the liver and the heart, uh, and cook it with me, you know, like and cook it like on um, you know that night. And uh, when he was with me, just to like kind of freak him out, I took a bite out of the heart, out wow. of the raw heart, and I felt like a man. Um, <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> yeah, close really man. But also, Rick laughed very hard. When you said, my wife just like was like, "What did you do?" I laughed very hard when you mentioned the Revenant because when I went and saw that movie, I think I was extra stressed and my amygdala was very sensitive. I had a panic attack. And
2: in the scene where the bear attacked, during the
1: bear scene, I had to like leave the theater because I thought I was gonna pass out and throw up. Huh. Isn't that weird? That's weird. <sighs> anyway, to all be right.
2: Fair, though, I've seen that movie a bunch of times and I just watched it again
1: a few days ago. Pretty intense. That is Pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, Joe, I know you're with family and uh, and are uh, doing this kind of last minute. I really appreciate it. You have um, lots of, uh, well, let's see. Uh, I wanted to talk about all your books. You've got the three books, um, Spartan Fit, The Spartan Way, and what's the other one? Spartan Up. Spartan Up. So there's three books. You can get them all on Amazon. I know last time we had a, a, a call, you sent me, I uh, believe it was Spartan Up, uh, and I, there's like a 30-day plan in it, and I I did it all, and I I that that book is the reason I have like a 113-pound uh, Atlas stone in my garage. I have a sandbag out there. I know like you're sort of famous for carrying around a, a kettlebell with you everywhere you go. Um, talk about that just very quickly.
0: Well, it goes back to that question you asked earlier, like what are things you could add to your life <laughs> make it a little harder, so that. You can really appreciate what you have and when I put down the kettlebell an hour ago outside my brother in law's house, it just felt good.
1: Yeah. Right. It's so, like getting out of the getting out of the cold shower. It's like when you can eat when you eat, you appreciate food more. It's not like you're dying to eat after a fast, but it's like it just there you was, There you,
0: was a, sorry to interrupt. There was no, no. a scene with Eddie Murphy probably thirty years ago. He was doing stand up. It just popped in my head when you just said that, and he talks about um, how much more you appreciate things when you don't have it, and um, I think that just accentuated everything my mother was teaching me and everything I was kind of learning as we as we get older and we learn. Um, but I think that scene with Eddie Murphy, where he's like, you know, when you're starving, you get a Ritz cracker. That Ritz cracker's the best cracker I ever had. Right. Right. And so anyway. If you if you get a chance and you're going through some old archives, you should find that that video and watch it. I don't it's a little X rated, so I can't get into the exact <laughs> right
1: now. Yeah, and it, it, speaking of Eddie Murphy, I don't know, uh it, anyone listening if you are a fan of comedians in cars getting coffee, the Seinfeld Netflix deal, Eddie Murphy was on this latest season, like I think it's one of the first ones, and he's it's just he's just they're so he's so good. He's so funny. Um one of the one of the all time greats, but okay. So so go buy the book. the The website is Spartan. dot com. There are races near you, wherever you are listening to this. There are Spartan races all over the place. Um, what what else? How else can people find you? Promote yourself.
0: Uh well. I mean, you just texted me out of the blue. So just give people my, my email.
1: <laughs> I um, will. Send it on the air. I'll blast out your, uh, yeah, your, <laughs> your uh, cell number. My, not my phone number. <laughs> my email. I'm,
0: I'm happy to email people. And, um, and we got a podcast as well. I'd love to have you in late September in Tahoe. We've got um the world championships. We got about a hundred folks like yourself with podcasts coming out. I did, so. I think
1: y'all did that was a couple of years ago. The first year you yeah. did that, yeah. Yeah, your people had like because that's right when we you were on the show and I'm like I remember uh uh you kind of starting that up. But yeah, I'll uh uh I'll I'll look so that e-
0: email. Shoot me an email, <laughs> I'll I'll hook you up with that, and um it's gonna be awesome because. I mean, literally a hundred lunatics like yourself there. You know, it's plus all the people that are doing the race. It's just, it's a real coming together of yeah. uh, stoicism. It's like who
1: who can be like the most uncomfortable uh, <laughs> in Tahoe? It's like people are like, no, no, no. I'm going to sleep on this bed of nails tonight. Like uh, get your bed away from you me.
0: Story, you hear the story of what I did last year? <laughs> no. I had gotten a text, an email from a friend, a military guy. And he said, "Listen, we want to bring some awareness to the 21, 22 guys uh, killing themselves every day, veterans. And um, so what we're going to do is we're going to bring three ocean containers. We want to bring them to the world champs. We're going to we're going to lock the doors and run on treadmills in complete darkness and complete silence inside the treadmills for 24 hours straight. Oh, so we can bring my gosh. To, you know how these people feel. And we're going to bring a fourth container, Joe." so that you could put people
1: in it and they could feel it for a minute or two. Right. So anyways, a hundred percent, we'll get behind it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's uh, you know, I, and I can't stress enough if you're listening to this and you don't do anything that is uncomfortable or, or that you have to struggle through, like you gotta find, you gotta find something like that. Uh, or you're, and, and especially like when you're raising kids, I know you've got kids. We, we all have kids on, that are on this call. Uh, somehow fitting that into their lives and their experience, like, you know, a dragon rusty chain on the beach, doing something that is, uh, teaching them that it isn't just whatever you want, however much you want. I
0: dropped dropped our second son off today in Queens in in a, in a, a little bit of a rougher neighborhood with a Chinese family where they speak no English. And I said, you're going to be here until you speak Mandarin oh my gosh i'll see you later i love you um and so we'll see how he does oh my gosh
2: (laughs) because that sounds like the setup for like a saturday night live how old is he
1: how old is he now He's 11. 11 oh my gosh well, my
2: 11 year old uh, got all the matching socks in the uh, <laughs> laundry basket this week so i didn't have to go hunt for them
1: when i was <laughs> well if you want to hear other things like uh joe's kind of daily routine and things that you know even you know 3 years ago things that you know the, the kind of the morning routine that includes the kids go back and listen to that episode which i'll put in the in the show notes but joe hey thanks for doing this short notice and i'll email um
2: uh, you
1: let I, know you said hi that you've never met. Well, I, yeah, I might like respond and be like, "Hey, I don't know, just like a a kink in the uh, communication chain here." Joe has no idea who you are, but anyway, yeah. just find out who he. Yeah. I'm, anyway. Okay. Awesome. Hey, I appreciate. It. I'll let you get back to your uh, to your salmon. <laughs> All right. Thanks.
0: You're listening to the Simply Human podcast.
1: Would you help me draft this email?
0: Hang
2: on, hang on. Just so we can, (laughs) to summarize, this guy, I'm very perplexed.
1: This guy named Jimmy Dwyer keeps telling you that he is... uh, Well, well, listen, so Jimmy's defense, like, has booked several guests on the show. So I know he's legitimate. So what has probably happened is Jimmy is working with Joe's people. Okay. And that so Joe's Joe doesn't
2: know how the sausage is made. It just right,
1: right, right. He just he gets an email. that says, "Hey, you're on the show." And poor Jimmy, like, uh, asked him if they had any last minute necessities. Haven't heard back. If you don't get a hold of him, feel free to use. He's got a cell number, so he's got to be, you know, <laughs> Jimmy Dwyer, Dalen Miller, Public Relations. Yeah. So I'm just gonna write here. Help me draft this. Thanks, Jimmy. So at about eight thirty-five, I texted Joe, and he had no idea that there was a show happening. He said somebody needs to get with his assistant to make sure. He said someone needs to visit. get with his assistant to make sure it's on Stupid
2: his. son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no worries. We made it happen. Just letting you know for future reference. Thanks. Okay. And soon. Better.
2: Jimmy Dwyer is like the Leonardo DiCaprio guy from uh, Catch Me If You Can <laughs> Turns out I'm not really a podcasting booking yeah. agent at all There needs
1: to be a movie about that kind of thing but instead of like a pilot you're like a <laughs> like, yeah like a podcast booking agent <laughs> this Guy pretends to be the most mundane things in the world <laughs> I'm not really the paper delivery boy at all <laughs> I come
2: to the library because I really like checking out Stephen King? <laughs> Can you believe it?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, it's it's funny, like, it, it, you know, that we're going and talking about all this fasting stuff, and then, like, I didn't even bring it up, and he just mentioned fasting. It's like one of the first things. So, I think that's kind of a theme here. Uh, so, if you're a listener, try that. Take cold showers. Uh, do something uncomfortable. Carry around a 40-pound dumbbell and just do something that people look at and go... That's weird and terrible, and be like, okay.
2: Your your best friend kick you in in the car.
1: (laughs) Two-day video. (laughs) If you, (laughs) if some, if somebody says to you, "Oh, that's terrible. I couldn't do that," then, then that's something that you should do. Oh. That's the test. Uh, Not like. Uh,
2: Drink this uh, quart of antifreeze. Uh, Uh,
1: Yeah, like murder everyone on your block.
2: Don't yeah. Don't.
1: Don't do that. Obviously. So I'm not going to uh, run down all the things, all the people we have coming up because apparently no one remembers that anyway. But we're booked out. Yeah, <laughs> We're booked out through. And we're booking into uh, November now. So anyway, self-care initiative, Jason Slide self-care initiative. If you're interested, email me, simplyhumanlifestyle.gmail.com. Donate I now button.
2: I've logging on regularly to my Simply Human Gmail Oh g- Rick at gmail.com so now I will see your emails. I saw I had uh, 85 unread emails all from Mark.
1: Oh my gosh. You goofball. <laughs> so,
2: and a bunch from somebody that uh, like I is some sort of scammer but I couldn't like figure out exactly what he's doing.
1: But those are the only two email uh, people email. And then there's some guy named Jimmy Dwyer kept emailing. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm glad we got it done and wasn't a total waste of time because we got Joe. But uh, that is going to do it for this edition of the Sniffy Human Podcast. And remember, uh, my boyfriend <laughs> broke up with me. So until next time, enjoy.